It's time for part two of our 100th special anniversary episode of the Booze News with me, Steve Stevens. Don't forget you can access the Booze News at communityfirstpodcast.com. All 99, well, now all 100 previous episodes as this will be 100 part two, I guess you could say. Uh, joining me on the Booze News podcast today, uh, I've got some special guests. Uh, country boy Don Williams is with me. David Nelson is with me. And CEO of the Radford Media Group, Clay Radford, is alongside today. And if you heard part one, we were talking about kind of what we're going to be doing here in part two. And with part two, we're going to actually sample some Suntory whiskey as they are celebrating their 100th anniversary in business. They started in Japan there in 1923. So uh, tying that in with my 100th episode of the Booze News, we're going to sample one of their products, and I couldn't do it alone, so I had to get my uh, my drinking crew in here with me, and we're going to try it out. I, I brought in some glasses, guys. I brought in my Booze News official Silligrams ice maker, although they've been thawing since about 5.30 this morning, so I hope they're going to hold up. And then we've got the, uh, what did we decide? Toki? Tokai. Toki. 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 Toki, I think is what we decided. Toki Suntory Whiskey from Japan. We're going to try it out. So uh, somebody open that up. All right, I'll open this up. Let me describe this a little bit, Steve. Uh, The bottle is, is very light. Um, in color, it's it's a light yellow, very very light. Um, you know, usually whiskeys are a little darker in color, aged in oak barrels yeah. quite often, almost green tea looking. Yes, it's Not- very very thin in color wise. So I'm here? trying here to crack the, this uh, open here. Here are the glasses, the ice cubes, chunk in there. We've never done this on the uh, the booze news before. Um, actually, uh, we are since we are not broadcasting over the radio. Technically, we can drink, so we are going to uh, we are going to sample this product and uh, and see what uh, see what everybody thinks. Get Steve, everybody's opinion. I'll let you pour us. I'll let you pour us a shot. And while I do that, I want to uh, tell you a little yeah. bit about how to say cheers in, in Japanese. Uh, kanpai. 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 It, it, it's a little tra- literal translation of empty cup. Is what it means, but it's how they say cheers over in Japan. So, um, as Steve's pouring up all four glasses, got Country Boy, got Dave, got Steve, and myself. And uh, I can smell it. You can you? What does it smell like? Alcohol. <laughs> Victory. All right, here we go. Let's see here. As you pour it up, the final glasses. All right, my uh, cohorts here. Everybody's getting a glass. Yeah, smells whiskey-y. Whiskey-esque. It's kind of light. Kind of has a rum smell to it. You think? A, kind of a fruity smell. Yeah. Kind of a fruity smell. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Mm. Almost sweet smelling. Kampai. Mm. Kampai. Gazuntite. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mm. Clay slams it like it's a shot. <laughs> the rest of us old men here are sipping it. Dave's thinking. Don's thinking. It's drinkable for me. Yeah, it's Pretty light. Yes, very light. Um, it, when I rolled it around in my palate, uh, it was very sweet and not whiskey tasting. And then as soon as I swallowed it, you could taste the whiskey. Mm-hmm. You taste the oak in it. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have as much of a bite as I was expecting. I, I agree, especially for forty-three percent ABV. I mean, you'd think it'd have a little bit more of a burn. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it no. kind of warms the chest more than burning. It's it's more warming. Um, Clay, do you need more since yes. you're shooting over there? Like <laughs> you're supposed to kind of sip oh, on sip. that oh, okay. a little bit and let the effervescence uh, evade into your <laughs> being and experience. And did I say any of that right? Oh, oh yeah, you you nailed it. But also, if someone pours you a drink in Japan, it is custom for the next person to pour everyone's drink, and then the next person, and then the next person. That's the custom. Huh. Wow. Well, see, okay. we're, we're getting gonna, schooled. We're going to need a driver, <laughs> is, what, uh, is what that all leads to with, uh, with Don sharing that with us. I'm, watch, I'm watching David drink here because he's probably the most whiskey connoisseur of the four of us, I would say. Clay's a rum drinker. Don likes rum and tequila. I'm a beer guy for the most part. Do drink a little gin. I like wine as well, and I do like a little tequila. But whiskey, not 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 a lot. I will drink it on occasion, but uh, I want to hear some more. What you think, Dave? Surprisingly, I I, I actually like the flavor. Do you? Um, I was expecting, just looking at the bottle, that it would be kind of lacking because it is light in color. Right. Um, Thought it was going to be a little weak. I did. Now, now, one of the things that I will say is I think this drink is much better, would be much better, because I haven't tried it yet. I'm looking forward to trying it. Uh, without ice. Without uh, ice. Yeah. I think it'd be, I think the flavor goes away relatively quick with, with the it ice. being with the ice. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's, uh, it doesn't hold up. Like a American made whiskey, it does, as far as flavor goes, it just doesn't hold you, up. Uh, well. You like Jim Beam? I'm right? a big Beam you're, fan. You're, yeah, which I, is now under the same umbrella, same company. Yeah. I don't think they have anything to do with the recipe and the making process. They just happen to acquire Jim Beam flavor. in 2014. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna try it some more too. Is it? It's not bad. I, I can. I'm not like I said. I'm not a big whiskey guy. I've, I have my share of bourbons and stuff. But the flavor kind of goes away with it. I think it was. I agree. Yeah, the flavor kind of goes away with it being in water or. So you're or thinking ice. a a room temperature glass mm-hmm. and sip it. Yeah, this I think versus, it'd be a good two fingers. And, and, yeah. And I, now, would you mix it with anything? Because I've seen here on the website, they uh, they say here, uh, clear gold in color, basil, green apple, and honey for your nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The palate, uh, grapefruit, green grapes, peppermint, and thyme, and then finishes subtly sweet and spicy with a hint of vanilla oak, white pepper, and ginger. You guys, you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. I okay. can definitely taste the vanilla at the end. Yeah, David. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's almost peppery to me. Okay, I think that's uh, that's a good way. To and describe then it. they uh, they they say a highball, an old fashioned, a sour. Uh, they could possibly do with it if you wanted to mix it with some things. I don't know that. So. I don't know that this would be a good whiskey to. to I don't mix. know that it would hold up well to a Coke. I think a sour mix would probably bring it out more yeah. than say a Coke or something. What about bitters? Yeah, bitters. Yeah. What about like a, a you know a lemon lime like a Sprite or Seven Up? Maybe. You know, I mean, because I, I I drink a lot of Seven and Sevens back in college, um, so. I, yeah, I would maybe try it, cut it with a little, little bit of sweet to it, and uh, and see. So oh, everybody's uh, going know, back yeah. for more. But diving in there here on the <laughs> Booze News Podcast with me, Steve Stevens. Uh, anything else you guys want to want to add? As we're running a little long on segment part two here. Because I want to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, we want to thank. Uh, well, I want to thank you, Clay, for purchasing the bottle. Absolutely. For one, 
And uh, I want to thank and, you for having me on the show and, and supporting me and the Booze News podcast and allowing us to uh, have this platform to do this type of thing. Absolutely. Please check out all the previous episodes. We look forward to some more. Uh, more episodes in the future with more guests. Yingling Beer is coming to our neck of the woods here in Clinton, Missouri very, very soon. And uh, I've got the feelers out and the contacts going. We're probably going to have an interview with somebody, one of the sixth generation uh, beer makers there from Yingling Brewery, the oldest brewery in the United States, by the way. So look forward to that coming up in the future on the Booze News. And uh, again, thank you to our sponsor, which is Main Street Spirits in Warsaw. And until next time, it's the Booze News with Steve Stevens on the uh, Community First Podcast Network.